Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are now tuned in to the AT Lounge Cast. Sit down and relax. Have a drink, have a smoke. You are in the house with BK Trooper and Misty Boss, aka Mo. Let's do it. Yeah, what's up, everybody? BK Trooper in the house with your girl. Mo, hey, everybody. Hope everyone had a happy holidays. No doubt. Did your shopping, make sure the children were straight. Yes, you know how it is. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's like we've been busy, so we haven't really been able to do a show. I know. It's been, you know, a lot visiting family members and mm. good times. Must say, good times. Doing all this music, putting it together, all these products. It's been a very, very busy year. Oh, yes. And oh, yes. Um, we wish you a happy, happy and prosperous happy new, year. new year, first and foremost. Yes, heading into the end of the year here. You know, this is the time to, you know, do your reflection and also get ready for that fresh start. So want to wish everybody that... Happy, safe. Be safe out there, guys. Yeah. And gals, be safe. And make sure you drink responsibly. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make sure you have a designated driver, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Got to do it. So there's no email. Well, we're not going to get into emails this week. So we're going to go yeah. straight into um, the topics and the current events. But first and foremost, if you have any inquiries, questions, uh-huh. Or you just want to reach out with us. Yes. APLoungeCast at gmail.com. That email address again is APLoungeCast at gmail.com. Say no more. <laughs> All right. So I want to, you know, get into some current events now. Current events. What happened in current events? Let's get into this. Well, there was a big, um, big news. Not that big, but big enough that I want to mention it in current events. Um, where R. Kelly, you know, did an interview with Huffington Post and he apparently walked out in the middle of the interview. That's how the headline reads. And um, I think it warrants a conversation for current events because, you know, it had a lot of people had, you know. Opinions and things to say yeah, about it. Yeah, and had opinions and were highly, you know, had things to say about it. It it was a big thing. Um. And I just really want to talk about it to we say that. We watched the interview. Yeah, we watched the ha- interview. And if you didn't see it, you can know, you can check it out online. Yeah, it's all over, you know, YouTube. And I'm sure on major news station um, channels, they probably talked about it in their headlines as well. But, um, you know, basically the interview started off great at first, I thought. And at first I was like, you know, I'm watching this. Like, what was the big deal? But then as it... Got into the middle, I would say, of the interview. Um, of course, the case came up that R. Kelly had to deal with a couple of years ago. Well, I don't even know how long ago it was, but it was... It was, it was a dean years ago. Mad it's like, I can't even pinpoint how many years ago it was. But it was brought up in the interview because the interviewer was asking, you know, that he has a new album out, by the way, called oh, Buffet. Yeah. So, you know... Definitely check that out. And he was coming to the show to promote that. And she brings up this case while she's discussing the album. And I don't want to give away the interview. I would prefer if people watch the interview. But this is something that happens 
all the time Mm -hmm. where a person has had a case or an incident that happened um, in the middle of their career. And this is normal protocol because when you're famous and when you have money and when you're in the limelight, you're under a magnifying glass. Everybody and their mother is watching you. You're in the, the papers. They even want to know when you go into the restroom at a gas station. All of that is being watched. Click, click, click. They, these people just don't live normal lives. Mm. And of course, being having money, some people want to have some of that money. So certain allegations are going to come up. And some people's teams are very well with these don't even make it to the press. And kudos to those people and those um, celebrities who have such a good team around them that they don't even make it to the press. But for those who, who have incidents that make it to the press, um, once it hits the press, you can't like say, okay, un- undo it or let's try and get rid of this as quickly as possible. The people have already heard the incident. They've already, they already know about it. So... They're coming, that, in, they're coming in judgmental already. Exactly, because of way, the way the headline reads. So my opinion on it, basically, is that happened so long ago. It was taken care of. In the courts. In the courts. It was decided in the courts. And the we have to learn as... Um, Citizens and people in society yeah. to let... You know, people are going to make mistakes. People are either going to make mistakes or get caught up in a situation. Mm -hmm. And we need to separate their personal life from their um, music life or their celebrity life, depending on what it is that they're doing. In his case, he does music. He's an R&B singer. We need to separate his personal life from his R&B persona. And the reason that I'm saying that is because I mean, there's a lot of things we don't know personally about a lot of the the people we listen to in music. Like, you know their name probably, their birth date, where they're from and stuff like that. But you don't know them as a person. You only know them as a musician of some sort. So we have to be careful that we separate the two. If you love R. Kelly's music and you're feeling conflicted about supporting him because of a case that was already resolved, that is what I have a problem with. Like, mm-hmm. I have a problem with that because it's about the music. And it's one of the reasons that, you know, the music is suffering now is because they're trying to intertwine music and the personal. I mean, I remember when I was younger and, you know, hip hop and was becoming a big thing that we mm-hmm. didn't really know the personal lives of these hip hop artists. No, no, you're right. We only knew what they would tell us in the lyrics and 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 basically gravitated to the things that we liked about them in their music. But now as we become more technologically advanced, we, you know, like I said, a picture says, <laughs> says a thousand words. At you first, see a picture at first and then, it was just magazines and, yeah. then, and then videos. And then now it's like Twitter and social media. And so they everything. can't, they can't escape. They can't, there's no, like it used, they used to be able to have their personal life. But their personal life is intertwined with with mm-hmm. with that persona uh, that's on the stage now. So it's hard to separate. But my take on the whole situation is when someone is trying to do something positive and trying to, you know, put things behind them. I mean, we all made mistakes. We're all living life. And life is a learning experience. And you're going to make mistakes. The thing is to learn from those mistakes and keep 
moving forward. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, at this point, I'm not going to get into details of the case because at this point, I'm more concerned about the music. If the album is great or you feel that he's putting out good music now, support him. If you feel that you can't support him because of some personal reason, it's your prerogative to do that. But I think we should not be having big headlines over him walking out of an interview because she's the interviewer is choosing to bring up something from years ago. It seems like he was being railroaded, to be honest with you, because he came in there, he was in a good mood, he was happy, he, he wanted was. to talk about, you know, his new start and you know, and going forward. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like she said, if you have an issue with him, you know, try to separate that from the music. But if you can't, then you just don't have to buy the CD, go to his concerts and stuff like that. But obviously, his music is his music is doing well. He's still selling out arenas and stuff like that. But personally, um, you know, how hip-hop is, there's a lot of conspiracies and stuff that, that's floating out there. And we really don't know what really happened. It don't really look like him in the video, if you ask me. <laughs> and I mean, for but, those of you who've ever seen a celebrity in person, do you think it's the celebrity or do I mean, you I'm know? I mean, I'm from New York City. I've seen R. Kelly playing basketball. Yeah, in, in Chelsea um, Pierce. In Chelsea Pierce. So, mm-hmm. you, know, I remember I, that. you know, when you live in the city like New York, you're going to run into celebrities. You know what I'm saying? All you got to do is just walk around sometimes. That's it. Or be in certain spots. But, you but know. But you know it's them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he he caught a bad break in life, you know what I'm saying? And the people that were all involved, the the victims, I feel for them. I'm pretty sure that they're okay now. They've been handled monetarily from the from the civil suits, whatever, whatever. But um, you know, I show sympathy to them. And moving forward, you know, it's all about the music. Yeah, I think the problem is that that people don't know how to separate those things because, you know, now, it, like I said, it's intertwined. So I think that we need to either, if you love his music and want to support him as far as music is concerned, then, you know, do that. You know, because there's a lot of things that we don't know about these artists. And then as you find them out, you know, you have to make a choice. Are you supporting the music? Are you supporting them personally? I mean, I think it's a decision that every person should make, but we should not be bad-mouthing the person and then also buying their music. Yeah, another thing is, if you you say the system is, is good when it's in your favor and then the system is bad when it's not in your favor, I mean, damn. It's like, I mean, he went to court and... All the evidence was was laid out on the table and the jury, and and they acquitted. had to make a decision. And you they know, made a decision. So if you're not if you don't honor that, then that's where we have the issue with you. You know, yeah, it's like it's it's happened. The case has been closed. If he was found guilty, and then he was doing music, then hands down, you you know what I'm saying? Forget about it. Then Throw I could the see trash. an interviewer asking questions. Like that, but if the case was already resolved, I just don't like when. I mean, for me, it's on a on a personal note. Aside from music, you got to step into somebody's shoes. If you know you did something that you're not, let's say, proud of, or you did something that was wrong, you were young when it happened, or whatever, whatever the case may be. How would you feel if every time you ran into somebody, they would say, "Yo, remember that time that you wouldn't that irritate you?" So I'm just saying, like, if that would irritate you on a 
normal everyday level. Could you imagine on a public level, every interview you go into every now and then someone wants to ask that question, you would get irritated too. So what I'm saying is let's just keep it about the music. And if you feel like on a personal level, you can't support his music because of his personal, then do that. But to badmouth somebody else publicly and on Twitter and all these social medias, and then these same people still go around and buy the music, it's, it, I, just don't be hypocritical. If you don't like what he did personally, don't buy his music. If you still, if you know how to separate the two and you want to support his music, support him. There but you go. There that's you go. my take on it. There you go. That's, that was our take. <laughs> current events. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that's it. So, you know, moving right along, um, today's topic, um, since we are at year end and it's about the new year and it's about stepping into the new and getting that fresh start, you know, BK Trooper and I thought it would be nice to talk about um, some additional music do-it-yourself tips and, you know, talk about mm-hmm. things that you should do at year end. But every year and as you're pursuing your career in music, you know, yep. no matter what field it's in. Exactly. So if you, you know, would like, you can even, you know, write your own list or mm-hmm. whatever. But we're going to share some of the things that we have here. And, um, as far as, you know, musically, if you know, where, what do you want to do? What are you trying to do for 2016? That should be your mindset right now. Like, what things are you trying to get accomplished? You know, if you're an artist, or how many CDs you're trying to put out or songs, mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. produce, how much beats, how much marketing you're going to do and stuff like that. So the first step, I would say, as you're thinking about those new goals that you're setting for 2016, I would say first you have to start off with a self-evaluation. Mm-hmm. And what do I mean by that? I mean, look at where you are currently at this point, at year end. And you want to compare it to the things that you were hoping to accomplish or the things that you accomplished this year and do a comparison to see where you needed to work better, what's, you know, what things you needed to do mm-hmm. that were unfinished, um, what things you did accomplish, and what areas you still need to work on. And that would help in determining you know, those goals or the things that you're trying to do for 2016. So what you want to do is you want to, excuse me, you want to set short-term goals. Short-term goals are like easier to accomplish. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be some short-term goals and then there should be some long-term goals. And what I'm saying is goals, it's going to be mostly short-term because a year is really more on the short-term end. But some goals will surpass this year, but you have to get them started in the current year. So some of those goals may be long-term also, but it depends on exactly what it is. So you want to be setting mostly uh, short-term goals that you can achieve within the year. And then for those long-term goals that have to be done through through years, you want to put in your goals the the step that has to be done in in the next year, let's say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, again, you go back to that self-evaluation and determine uh, what those things are. Now, what does she mean by that? Let's say you was um, trying to put out uh, two EPs, but you only put out one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, stuff like that. So, you know that I'm like, I only put out one this year. So, that mm-hmm. means next year I'm going to try to put out three. Mm-hmm. You if, know? if your goal is to put out two each year yeah. and you realize you left over one. 
I think that that self-evaluation would then bring up an issue of maybe time management. Maybe your time wasn't managed well. Um, so you want to look at how you're managing your time. because, mm-hmm. And that's a very important thing in the self-evaluation process. Um, when you don't complete the goals that you set for the current year by year in, um, and you realize you didn't complete them, it's usually a time management issue or a motivation issue. Mm-hmm. And you it's... Nine times out of ten, it's a time management issue because most indie artists and producers are self-motivated. Are already Mm self-motivated, and also are doing a regular job and working their music career in their free time. So, in your free time, that's your time to get your errands done. When you're not at work, you get your house Mm -hmm. together. Also, get some chill time in, and then work your business. So, it's trying to find that. Key sweet schedule, that sweet spot schedule where you're able to dedicate time yeah. to all the things that you need to do in your free time. Yeah. So, you know, that would be that would be like, you know, the self-evaluation part. So time management is definitely something that <clears throat> excuse me. That you could work on. Yeah, so as far as the self-evaluation goes, you want to sit back, you want to take account of what you have done throughout the year, what you've completed and what you have not completed, what's the percentage of its, uh, uh, of its completion, and then you want to start putting those towards your next year goals. So, basically, That's you know... rolling us into step two. Yeah. You know, that, that step two would be to determine or set your goals for the next year. For the upcoming year. And um, like I said, it depends on what you're doing. And it depends on the what you're trying to accomplish. And your schedule. And your schedule. Exactly. Exactly. So and when you are determining and setting those goals, you want to to set realistic goals. You know, goals that will that you know you can achieve or you can accomplish within that year. And again, if if it's a long term goal, just put the the section or the portion that you, you want to complete within that first year. Exactly. So you also want to hold yourself accountable, you know, to those goals. So exactly. you want to take those goals seriously because when you when you reach those goals, they kind of like give you a a, a boost, an extra motivation to complete the next goal. So you know you have to feed feed that energy. Yes, absolutely. And we're saying holding yourself accountable. I mean, VK Troop and I have joked about this, and I'm calling 2016 the year of accountability (laughs) because, um, you know, I find that a lot of the times, you know, when you're dealing with people and even in business, even in personal relationships, that we tend to not hold people accountable, especially when you're doing music, you're depending on... You're, even if you're doing it yourself, you still have to depend on other venues. Like you're dependent on your distribution. You're dependent on your your graphic designer to design your album cover. You're depending on certain people to a- accomplish these goals and meet your deadlines. And that's another thing. Make sure you're setting deadlines on, on these goals that you set so that you know that you're... because. Everything is going to be matched out in a timely, you know, fashion. So you want to make sure that if you're going to accomplish it within a year, certain goals have to be met 
by quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, next quarter four, so that you're finished. So make sure you you know you're putting deadlines on, deadlines on that on those goals. And I would say that you know from my own experience, <laughs> like a year and to me the year ends in in November. So don't <laughs> so we want to at least be by like at November putting it out by December or if that's your last project of the year. You know what I'm saying? You want it to be done by November because from November to December, everything seems to speed up. It does because once the holiday season comes through, you know what I'm saying? It's it's the year is over. Like you'd be surprised how quick you know that that time goes by. Like it's Thanksgiving and oh, it's Christmas. Or you know, it's holiday season and you're just like Wow, the year sped by. So you really want to try and get most of you should be wrapping it up come November yeah, and December. Yeah. Exactly. You should be wrapping it up. Yep. If you're not in that wrap it up stage, more than likely some of those goals that weren't done are gonna have to carry into next year. You're gonna have to evaluate the importance of those goals. Mm-hmm. Do, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and then um lastly, you definitely want to make sure. I mean, did you have anything else to add when it came to goals? Um, I think that was basically it. I mean, as far as the goals, I was saying, bas- yeah, get it done as mm-hmm. fast as possible. You know, mm-hmm. you want to try to, you know, go through these goals as quickly as possible so that it'll it'll have no pressure. Yeah, it'll be a pressure relief. So if you could, if you were able to complete your, you know, everything within six to seven months. You know, that's gravy because then it's mm-hmm. done and you can do other things. And, 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 and You can even set new additional set goals. Additional goals, exactly. <laughs> Word. Time is of the essence. Don't, time is precious. You got to use all the time that you have. So if you accomplish your goals early, that's not, oh, I cannot, I could chill. You got to, if you, you know, the business mindset is you always got to be doing something for you, for the business. So, mm-hmm. and yeah. And as far as with the goals, you want to, you want to be able to set them and, and, like as far as educational goals, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what 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 are you gonna learn in 2016? Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what new what new things you're willing to try out and learn as far as mixing and mastering. If you're yeah, if you're into that mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So let's go into the next step. So you know, lastly, I was gonna say that it, you know you have to create a plan. You have to plan this out, and. Um, this plan also has to include financial planning because a lot of the times we set these goals, you know, you know, and it happens. You set these goals and then here comes a monkey wrench or something. Now your car had to get fixed or Mm. something, something had to happen or, you, you know, someone got sick. You had to go and buy prescriptions and I'm just using live examples (laughs) and Mm -hmm. then, here it is, you were supposed to be mixing and mastering your tracks this month and mm-hmm. you don't got money to mix and master your tracks this month or, you know, yeah. if, you, if you're not doing it yourself. And now here it is, okay, that money that you have for that. So you got to also do financial planning so you have money for those what-ifs for your personal and what-ifs for, the, for the, your music career and that side of what you're trying to do. So you have to have your budgets. Yes, Budgeting is essential because, you know, executing a plan sometimes takes money. Mm. Executing a plan sometimes takes money. I mean, say you're a producer and, you know, you want to get inspired now to make some new beats. So you need some new drum kits or you need new sounds. That's going to cost some money. Yep. 
So, you know, you want to know that you have that money aside or that you're saving up for that, depending on how many drum kits or, the, the you know, the quality of the drum kit you're getting. I'm just... Or sounds. Know, yeah. Mm-hmm. That you have some money set aside to do that and it won't be hurting you from your other stuff that you got to take care of personally. Correct. So the budget is, in, is definitely part of the plan. Yep. And you want to have a step-by-step plan. You want to be as detailed as possible on how you're going to execute it. And I know that people, you know, think, oh, well, I got it all in my head. It's good to write down these plans because in order for you to hold yourself accountable, you got to have it written out. And I find that um, if you listen to any motivational speaker, they'll tell you when you write down a plan, Mm -hmm. once you write it down and you've seen it, you can see it, you can imagine it, it, you're going to do it. It's, it's not the so same. So as corny as it sounds, you yes. know what I'm saying? There's a formula that should be followed if it's successful. Yes. And I mean, I ain't going to front. I used to think that that was corny. Like, if I know this is what I want to do, why the hell do I got to write this shit down? Like, why I got to write this down? Because writing it down is holding you accountable. And then as you're looking through with your goals and you're, you know, you get into quarter one and you're saying, okay, this was the stuff I wanted to finish by quarter one. You know, and you're looking through, you can say, okay, well, I wrote this down. Whereas, you know, like BK said, you're taking that pressure off. So mm-hmm. you don't want to be sitting there like, okay, I had it in my head. Um, what was I trying to accomplish by quarter one? You know what I'm saying? So you definitely want to make sure that you have the plan written out as detailed as possible yep. and that it's realistic. You got the funds to do the plans. You got the time to do the plans. So make sure you you write out your schedules. All of that is part of the plan. Exactly. So <laughs> is there anything else you want to add to that? Um. Yeah, you want to have your plans in place. You know what I'm saying? You want to write things down, be as detailed. You know, you want to have your calendars up, you know, your post-its. Because if it's a business, you have to run it like a business, mm-hmm. you know. And if you're doing it yourself like I am, you want to be, you know, you're going to have to manage your time, you know. And any free time is business time. And you want to make sure that you put your appointments and your scheduling and meetings and all of that. Um, I don't know how many people uh, use Outlook, but Microsoft Outlook. Um, you know, a lot of people use it if they have like a, a day job or whatever, but it is useful. You put what you got to get done in there, your appointments, everything, and it will give you a reminder when you're on your computer. Hello, you got to do this at 1130 to so-and-so. Yep. You, it's good. So even if you're doing it on your phone, phones, oh, forget it. You could use a calendar in your phone, mm-hmm. your cell phone. Mm-hmm. They will, they will, it's time to do this. So utilize all your tools around you because in order for you to, to be effective with your time, you definitely have to write down everything. I mean, when I say everything, everything, doctor's appointments, when you got to be at work, all that. Because then you know exactly how much time you're dealing with. So all of that is part of, you know, creating that plan. I think that was the conclusion. Yeah. So wrapping it up? (laughs) (laughs) You know, wrapping it up, we're just saying, you know, 2015 was a great year. Yep. Um, Especially for for this podcast, we appreciate you listeners. You know, Mm -hmm. couldn't do this without you. Um, so we thank you for that. The show and is growing every day. Um, the popularity is growing, so it just gives us more motivation. And in 2016, you know, hopefully we can get more shows in. 
yeah, more shows and get a little more detailed and um, also definitely offer some new things. So with that being said, you know, we wanted to share these music do-it-yourself tips that you mm-hmm. should do at year-end. Um, we wanted to share that because we meet artists, you know, mainly artists sometimes who they when you meet with them and you're trying to figure out what mm-hmm. they want to get done yeah some of them haven't thought about it yeah they haven't really thought it all the way through you know what i'm saying so for 2016 you know take these tips we use these tips exactly and you know it works what I'm saying? yep it's been a great year but you know am i disappointed yes because i haven't reached all of my goals you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and that's just keeping it a thousand so Moving forward, I'm going to do better. Exactly. And, and I that's want you the, to do the, better. Exactly. That's and the point of these. That's the point of this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, until next time. Peace. It's been real.